This week, we're going where most pastors haven't gone before. I can't say where no pastor has gone before, because I really am hoping I'm not the only one out there. But we're talking about D&D, Dungeons and Dragons, 5th edition, right here, this week, on the Bifrost Bridge podcast. You're the coolest. No, you're the coolest. No, you're the coolest. Okay, I'm the coolest. I go to the gym regularly with two friends of mine, Ben and Corey. And if this were a video podcast, you could probably tell that I gym a lot. Just kidding. But over time, I used to notice that when one of them was on the weight, I would have great conversations with the other one. We talk about comics, movies, TV, gadgets, etc. you name it. But when it was my turn on the weight, they would start speaking in le- weird like languages that I couldn't understand. They would start using phrases I wasn't aware of, and I just had no idea what they were saying. And over time, I came to learn they were discussing Dungeons and Dragons. Now, they're both huge gamers, so they had conversations about video games and card games and all kind of games as well, but some of those conversations I could understand. As a matter of fact, one of them, Ben, recently created a new card game called Shoot Cows. And I've been trying to get him on the podcast, but our schedules just haven't meshed up. So I may just have to record us at the gym or the next time we're doing Dagger here. And that's a whole other podcast in itself. But I may have to do that in order to get you guys to check out Shoot Cows. Now, if you can't wait until I get Ben on the podcast to tell you about it, just Google Shoot Cows card game. Ensure you include card game or some other weird stuff might come up. Or on Facebook, look at their Facebook page, Shoot Cows Card Game. Anyway, whenever they talked about D&D, that's when I felt like I was in a foreign country and I just didn't get the lingo, the language they were using, the phrases they were using didn't make any sense to me. I mean, there were English phrases and words I could understand, but overall, I was totally lost on what they were talking about. So eventually... I asked them to teach me to play. That's right. I, a pastor, started playing Dungeons and Dragons. And I didn't go straight to hell. Again, I'm I'm just kidding. Uh, But they helped me create a character who is a human monk assassin. And currently we're only at fourth level because, again, our schedules don't mesh up, so it's hard to get time to play. Uh, But I'm anxious to have this character develop as our campaign develops. Now, in future campaigns, I'm thinking about creating a a tiefling barbarian or a tiefling fighter. And I also saw in some updates a winged creature. I can't remember what it's called, uh, but I would love to create one of those as well. Now, here's a little background on me gaming-wise. I stopped playing video games years ago when my son started beating me on our Nintendo 64 at most of the games we played. I stopped playing pretty much all games when he started beating me at chess regularly and being quite mean about it too. But overall, it's not that I dislike games, it's just that playing them was no longer for me. Or to be honest, losing just wasn't any longer for me. But why am I digging into this today? Uh, Because over time the church, those who are part of the body of Christ, uh, have had a love-hate relationship with gaming and gamers overall. Now. 
let me clarify, not everyone who is a Christ follower feels this way, but a lot of people who are Christ followers kind of have this love-hate relationship with gamers. And they all have their reasons. Some say, you know, too many video games lead to violence. Some say most games don't, you know, show the ethics and morals of a good Christian life. Uh, some say, you know, all the money that's spent on gaming, uh, couldn't that go to charity and on and on. And maybe some of you guys who are listening actually know some people who are Christ followers who may have said some things like this to you, or maybe they've said them to other people. And again, not all Christ followers feel this way. But from my opinion, and that's all that this is, my opinion, there are some games that I won't play because I don't like what they represent. Uh, like I said, uh, there are people who feel like some games just don't show Christian morals and values and ethics, and there are some games I just won't play, video games or other games, because you know I don't like what they represent, and I don't like the place they try to take people to. But that's just me. But overall, if there is anyone who has ever sat down and played outside, and that's likely your parents' generation because nobody does that today. Uh, just kidding. There are lots of people that play outside today. They take their phone and play games outside. But uh, if you've ever or your parents have ever sat outside and pretended to shoot each other using toy sticks as guns or ever sat up and lined their G.I. Joes up against another person's G.I. Joes and pretended to shoot each other or played Rock'em Sock'em Robots, where you keep pushing a button and the idea is to pop your other guy's, you know, knock his noggin off. Uh, that's the same thing that happens in most video games. But rather than seeing the picture in their heads as they line up their G.I. Joes or as they run around with sticks, uh, they're seeing the picture on a screen as someone else imagined it, maybe a game developer or whoever. Now, some people have a problem with the magic aspect of Dungeons and & Dragons. In, in our current campaign, we have a cleric with us, but uh, there are others who have full-blown magicians or wizards, and that's where a lot of Christian folks have a problem. Now, let me say this again for me. I'm a fan of real magicians like Houdini, Penn & Teller, David Copperfield, Chris Angel, some things you don't like about the guy, but his, his illusions are great. Uh, and I like these type of magicians, and I know what they're doing is not real. I know they're illusions, but I enjoy that. And in D&D, the magic that someone pretends to do is not real. They're not standing there reciting an incantation, waiting and hoping for something to happen. They're pretending that they repelled a dragon or healed someone or uh, made a boulder fly into the air or some other thing. They're just pretending to do it. So for me, it isn't offensive that someone is pretending to do something any more than a comic book-based movie or any other movie uh, has actors pretending to do something would offend me. But now here's the, here's the thing. This is, this is where we've got to be equally minded. I respect those that are offended by it. I don't want to push my beliefs on them, and I would hope that they would respect my beliefs as well. I haven't walked away from any of our gaming nights thinking anything differently about my relationship with Jesus Christ. In fact, most of the people in our campaign are committed Christ followers. And in some of the other campaigns that I'm trying to, to join up with, there are a lot of committed Christ followers, and I will share this with you. It's not that I want to play this so that I can tell people, hey, get right with God uh, or you're going to hell. But I want to get to know people, and I want them to get to know me. And as they get to know me,
if I have an opportunity to say, yeah, here's, I believe that there is a God who loves me and gave his life for me, I'm going to share that with people because that's part of who I am. But I don't do this just so I can like have a, a door in to go in and, and pass out Bibles or tracts. I do it because I enjoy doing it. I do it because it's the geek in me that likes these geeky times of, type of things. And I do it because it's who I am. So if you're currently playing D&D, I'd love to know what your character is, or better yet, give me some ideas for my next character. Hopefully uh, I can create something fun from the ideas that you guys suggest. So until next time, Trivoli. Okay.